You're listening to Bar Crawl Radio. Rebecca McKean and I, Alan Winson, are out on a late Sunday summer afternoon at the Westside Community Garden on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, waiting to listen to jazz compositions by vibraphonist Scott Munson, performed by his quintet, and then talk with Scott after the concert. Imagine this. The four musicians and singer, surrounded by flowers, the sound check is finishing up as a trumpet player, Joe Magnarelli, asks for a bit more volume on his mic. Well over a hundred Upper West Siders find their spots on the small lawn or on chairs surrounding the terraced garden. Students from a local high school help hand out programs. The birds joyfully pump out their warbling sounds despite the continuing dire state of the world. The air is warm, late afternoon light magical, and you are amongst some of the friendliest people you could ever meet. Testing, one, two. Ooh, pancakes for breakfast. That was delicious, I have to say. It, it, it was good, the pancakes at that... The, yeah, know. was the coffee good? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> You know, cafe coffee is never that good. Well, it's never. You're not going to get the coffee that you can make at home. No, it's not espresso. With your espresso machine. No. Yeah. I mean, even Starbucks is not as good as my right? espresso machine. You exactly. look very lovely. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> your windblown look. <laughs> I have a train with this shirt. If you sit on your train, then you feel choked. Oh. Anyway, I figured it out. Choked by the train. Well, you know, it pulls back. And I know. Yeah. The T-shirts do that too. I know. I've got to always fluff out my t-shirt. We're strangled by our clothing. We should just go naked. Naked. Uh, or just wear pajamas. <laughs> that would be great. You know, men, 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 you know, preen when they dress too. I know. You know, it's like I've got to fluff my, my t-shirt up. I can't, I can't have the front neckline kind of pulled down. Like when you tuck in yeah, your t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. You tuck yeah. it in, it pulls down the front. Yeah, it has to lie right where and you want it to lie. There's some freckles I need to hide. Ah. There's some old age freckles I want to hide, so I gotta pull it up and <laughs> pull it back. Then, what? And then people would be able to identify you as a, an old the, man, not your right. gray hair. That's right, not not the gray hair and the wrinkles. It's those freckles. And the sa- saggy eyes and the and the chicken chin, the chicken neck. They wouldn't know. It's just those freckles. But so I've, hit, I've hid my chicken neck kind of well, haven't I? <laughs> Yeah, you did a good job. I mean, yeah. with the beard? I bet your sister would I wish you could grow a beard. Yeah, and just really hide it. Because you guys have the same neck, yeah. And she gets <laughs> she gets self-conscious about it. I but know, she looks beautiful. I don't dear. even see her neck. All I She's see is gorgeous. her beautiful face and eyes. All and, I see is her eyes. Yep, all I see is her eyes and her, her smile. Her beautiful eyes. And her smile. My beautiful sister, Barbara. Yep. Who everybody, everybody she's loves. She's my sister, too, you know. In a way, she's a sister to you in a way that she's not to me. Because you play with her. We do. We play games. You don't, you're not into the game. So, you nope, know, she, nope, she and I nope, have that nope, same. Nope, 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 yeah, exactly. So here we are. We're out at the garden again. You know, we play, like, card games, not mental games, just to make that clear. <laughs> I don't play mental games with no, Barbara. No, I know. I know you don't. I just want our audience to understand that Barbara and I play card games and, you know, I think those I play mental games, games with, my, with my brother. <laughs> you play mental games with everybody. I guess I mean I think we all do a little bit. I think we all do, yeah. You know, because we want to put out a certain kind do. of vibe. And 
<laughs> so I'm checking to make sure that, you know, for instance, my chicken neck doesn't show up. And <laughs> I know, isn't that that's something? That's kind of a, a mental thing. I have to have this line from my, like my armpits down, straight down to, you know, look straight. And if my hips, <laughs> I'm always tugging my shirt to hide my hips as if I could. <laughs> Why do you want to hide your hips? I love your hips. Thank you, dear. <laughs> I've thank loved, you, I've thank loved you your, dear. I don't I've, believe you, but thank you. I've loved your hips for 40 years. <laughs> well, they've born you two babies, so. Well, I don't, so think, about, I don't think about the babies when I'm admiring your okay, hips. Okay, well, whatever. Let's move on. So right here at the West Side Community Garden, I've got a nut in my mouth. <laughs> See how I can proceed with a nut in my mouth. And uh, we're going to be listening to the Scott Munson Quintet. Quintet mm-hmm. would be five. The Corquin? We're out here in the Westside Community Garden for the fifth and final concert of the 2022 season here on the Upper West Side. And um, Rebecca McKean and I, Alan Winston, are going to be talking a little bit about basically nothing. Or something. Or or something profound and important. Profound and important. I bet it won't be about nothing. (laughs) We record the concert. In fact, Scott is recording the concert tonight. He's pulling it right from the mixer. And mm-hmm. he said he's promised he's going to send me the oh, good. The, the mix. All right. So we should have some really good sound, and we'll intersperse it here and there. Okay. And then at the end of the concert, we'll talk with um, Scott? Mr. Munson, who's a vibra- vibraphonist. What's that? <clears throat> it's a, vib- a xylophone? It's a vibraphone. It's a vib- it's Okay, because so it vibrates. He hits it with hammers. Why isn't it called a xylophone? Because it's not. It's definitely something different, I guess. I'm going to write that down. Wait a minute. As a question? I, I, I didn't have any questions for him, but there's one. <laughs> Why is that thing you were beating on called a vibraphone? Okay, I didn't want to interrupt you in your thought, but you have a spider crawling up your white shirt there. It's right can't even see it here. Let me flick it off. God, it was going right from my neck. Oh, there it is. It's right here. Yeah, maybe it was a mosquito. I don't know. No, no, look. Here it is. That's not a spider. That's... Camera is. That's a weird kind of flying thing with one, two, three, four, five, six legs. Yeah, a, I'm just going to leave them on my spider? notes. See, see where, <laughs> see we, where she goes. We could smush him and then we could take a picture. No. Okay. No. Okay. I'm, I'm a Buddhist. You, okay. Don't you remember? All right. Well, so, you can uh, eat the bug. Well, if we eat it, it's okay. But we That'd have to eat it. We'd have to kill it and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you kill a bug, you got to eat it. Yeah, you. You <laughs> kill okay. a bug. Okay, guy, you're distracting me. Go, go back to your family. All right, so I got the first question for Scott. Okay, good. Anyway, we have our Barcore Radio sign up here. And I was really miffed at you last week. I know. I spent a long time getting this Barcore Radio sign up. I give it colors and it's a vibrant sign, the vibraphone sign. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like the title of the show is on the sign. Yeah. And then toward the, while we're getting ready, this, this uh, young mother with their little kid comes up and they're looking, just, isn't that sign lovely, all the colors? And the kid starts erasing it with his finger. I thought it was after the whole thing. Well, after, before. The what difference does it make? The, the kid starts so like rubbing his finger on the sign that I had taken and hours erasing, to make. Erasing, yeah, the letters. Erasing it. And I, I said, Becky, stop him. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, that's cute. <laughs> I didn't say it's cute. You're a pretty No, you said, you said, no, no, let him, let him alone. It's, I 
said, it's okay. It wasn't okay. You know, kids shouldn't be allowed to do everything they want to do. There should be limits. You know, I give you limits. <laughs> I said, you know, Becky, you can't, you can't do that. You don't either. I do. You never I do. say that. Said, you never say Becky, that. Becky, you've got to be home by 7 no, o'clock. You don't. Make dinner for me. No. no. I think all the right, audience right, knows right, by right. now. Not for you, but, but a 4-year-old? But the mommy goes, oh, look at the sign. Oh, you want to erase it, sweetie? Oh, go ahead, Jimmy. Just that. erase she it. Go ahead. She was oh, embarrassed. Oh, that's so cute. Look. She looked at us and she was embarrassed. Yeah, and you, and you said... And you had this scowl on your face. Of course I had a scowl on <laughs> my face. You, you look so... He was destroying my sign. Like, you look like Scrooge all of a sudden. I felt like Scrooge. <laughs> Get rid of the kid. You did. Stop it. Leave my sign alone. And then, and then I didn't. I said, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Don't worry. I was, I, I sat here in a Let stew. It go. You were I was mad. stewing. <laughs> I was bubbling with like, I don't know. It made me really upset. And I had to kind of calm myself down. <laughs> and you've still been mad because you, like, you said to me in an angry way that I had to rewrite the sign. And you did. <laughs> I'm glad you followed my directions. You do, you, it's like I give you your limits and you go ahead and you rewrote the sign. And for everyone who's not reading this sign, could you please read what it says? <laughs> you read it. All right, because I could see it. Okay. <laughs> Barcrowradio.com, it's right at the top. And then it says in red, in script, you know, imagine this in your, Very in your nice mind. Very nice script. Very nice script. You cannot make me rewrite this sign, bozo. I didn't say bozo. We've been married yeah. way too long for you to make me do anything, you crumb bug. Smiley face, heart, heart, heart. Love, 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 Rebecca. <laughs> okay, so do you want to know why I said to her, it's okay? <laughs> I guess I, I, guess I deserve know to know why, yes. Because I didn't want to be the mean podcaster. Here we are. The neighborhood podcasting cut, and I didn't want to be like the nasty podcaster. Really, would you please stop making, letting him raise our sign? I didn't want to be that podcaster. Look, I no. wanted to be the nice, friendly neighborhood podcaster and just say, "Oh, it's okay. He's so cute." That's how I was. That's Look, my. No. I made that decision. Now that I've got the Good Neighbor Award for the Upper West Side. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way. Thank you very much. Congratulations. I am one of the Good Neighbors of West Side. This is true, actually. I now could be mean. I now no. could be my real self. Because get away! Get get away from the sign! Get away from no, this! No, no, no! You can't be mean. You're not I a mean can. person. You're not. In fact, you couldn't even tell him yourself. You were trying to make me. I was trying to make you tell him. <laughs> Get the kid to stop taking his fingers on my son. Oh, God. Look what he's doing. It doesn't say bar crawl radio. It says bar roll radio. <laughs> What's a bar roll radio? No we need a better sign. You know, there you go. We need a sign that can't be erased. It can't be erased. Yeah. And like, and better like signage. We need to put the bucks in, honey. Yeah, and I think I'm going to put a little electric wires around the edges. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll do it. Right. Keep, keep the children away. Uh, and the dogs. And the birds. People. And the mosquitoes. Falling down around our... <laughs> like, oh, oh, my bo- God. Love bodies around the sign. I got shocked. <laughs> Look. No, no, no. No, they're just electrocuted. It's okay. <laughs> No gun was used in that murder. <laughs> it's perfectly okay. God. Right. But at least people would start paying you know, attention to us. 
<laughs> yeah, <coughs> yeah, we get a reputation, all right. Right. I mean, we'd give a, a, a new definition to the word crawl. You would be, you would be ripped up. You're a good be, neighbor. You'd be crawling. Crawl. No, no, no. They've given it to me already. They can't take it away. <laughs> they could if you killed somebody. With, <laughs> I can do whatever with I your, want to do. Yeah. With your sign. <laughs> I go into the courtroom and they say, you know, did you kill that person? Yeah. It was my so, sign. <laughs> but, but, but I'm a good neighbor. <laughs> I got the award. Here's the award. You can't convict me. See, here it is, right here. Okay. So there we go. By the way, uh, yeah. I wanted to tell you that I was on the lawn bowling green for our tournament, the George Reed tournament, which I won second place. Yes, I know. Right. Forty and, bucks. And some very attractive, mature women, a couple of them, uh-huh. came up to me. I think one's going to be here tonight. Jennifer is going to be here. Oh, okay. She said. I like your glasses. Oh, did they? Did you? I like your wraparound glasses. Okay. Oh, here. oh, you have the exact. <laughs> yeah, I got. Hey, Scott. Scott Munson is coming up here and commenting on, <laughs> on our, our great equipment. setup here. Which is, which is what I have. Yeah, I yeah, know. I so, saw you had the so same thing. Are, okay, so gonna we're we're, we're podcasting, and you're going to be talking to us later. Okay. Okay. Great. Oh, Scott Munson, the vibraphonist. So they liked it. They liked these glasses. You hate them. I just like what do you the call these glasses? Burt Reynolds. That's right. The Burt Reynolds uh, glasses. And in fact, the mature, attractive ladies said, "Oh, I like that, Burt mm. Reynolds." Did she really? Oh yeah. Yeah. So she made the same. Um, no, comparison. no. She, she she said, "Yeah, they like Burt Reynolds," but she saw it as a good thing. Yeah. I'm I, just saying. I mean. I want the Cary Grant glasses. I back. told them about the Cary Grant and glasses you, that that I sat on. You um, <laughs> have never got them back. You didn't you said you would go get them? And I think, I think it's time at this point, we've talked enough that we need to hear a little music from Scott Munson from a piece that has not been played yet, but will be in about 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Whoa! Put that sign back. Oh, Who no. knocked the sign away? Oh, no, the wind. Oh, the wind. You never can trust the wind. Um, what you're hearing now is a little sound check before the show. This is not the concert. This is Jim. I know. Warming I know. They're up. They're riffing, yeah. They, they're riffing. They're, this is probably uh, going to play something. They're warming some. up. They're, they're checking the sound. The audience is not quite here yet, so that's why I'm talking over it's, the music. Uh, six, yeah, it's, it's 5.30. It starts at 6. But so. this, is, this is sound check time. Yeah, that's what they do. Sound very, check. It's a very exciting moment here at the West Side Community Look, Park. Anything could go wrong with sound check. That's a thing. They could, but they could stop any moment. Yep. I think they're having too good a time. That's ba- uh, Joe Magnarelli on the trumpet. Okay, there we go. Okay, 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 okay. Sound I'm nervous. Sound check. Okay, this is an Upper West Side quiz. We're back now. We're going to talk about the Upper West Side quiz, and um, I got this off of the internet, so everything must be true. Okay. Because it is from the internet. Okay. okay. So um, I have ten questions. Um, if you get... And you know the answers? 
Yeah, they're right so here. So you can't play. They're right okay. here. Look, right, they're right here. Right, you see? See? Okay. I can't see. In which Upper West Side Landmark Theater do the Tony Awards take place? I have a choices for you. Radio City Music Hall, Theater at Lincoln Center, Bacon the Beacon Theater. <laughs> it's a theater made out just of bacon. Mm, beacon. Yeah. Beacon Theater and Carnegie Hall. I don't think that takes place at any of those places. Wrong. But I will say, yeah. I will say the uh, Lincoln Center. I'll give you a second guess. Okay. <laughs> Radio City. A third guess. <laughs> three. Go for three. It's not Beacon. Right. There you go. <laughs> it's Beacon? I knew. I knew you'd be able to get Beacon really? Theater. I don't the believe Theater. it. I don't think so. You've never been to the Beacon Theater. It's, it's really amazing. I'm looking this up. I'm sorry, audience, but I just don't believe it. Sweetheart, I got this from the internet. Okay. You're really going to look this up? I tell you, the, you're going to look it up on the internet. The one on 60... Yes. Tony Awards. Third Street. Tony Awards, yeah. I didn't know that. That's actually pretty cool. Of course, it may have been one of the other theaters. I may have gotten it wrong. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Okay. Okay, great. All right, so now, now they're testing the singer... Emma Larson. Okay, question number two. Mm. All right. What famous Upper West Side building was home to Lauren Bacall, John Lennon, Gilda Radner, and Judy Garland? The Dakota. I didn't even give you the choices. Oh, okay, go ahead. Give me the choices. The Dakota. Number two, the Dakota. Number three, the Dakota. Number four. I know a great story about Lauren Bacall and the Dakota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Okay, so I was a, a tour guide at one point on those one of those buses, right? I know. So this is a story that was given to us, you know, all these colorful stories that's in your script. Well, the Dakota is a landmark building. And in New York City, a landmark building is a building that cannot be, you can't change it without, you have to go through a certain governmental agency, the landmark agency or whatever, to try to get things. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things you can't change is to put um, an air conditioner that goes, you know, not goes through the wall. Goes through the wall. Right. Right. Which is what she wanted. I don't know that they had air conditioning. I don't think they had central air conditioning. This is a very old building, um, and she wanted an air conditioner to go through her wall. They sent a representative to her apartment, and she knew this person was coming, and she got dressed to the nines. She did the whole Hollywood thing, like totally, you know, was very, I guess, you know, kind and, and welcoming, And but she was Humphrey the big movie Humphrey star. Humphrey wasn't around. No, Humphrey's gone. Yeah. And she was, you know, this widow in, in, in this beautiful apartment. And, you know, the guy said, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, Ms. Buckhall. Of course you can have a... Uh, no one else can, but you. You can. You can have I wonder if it's still there. Air conditioning that goes through your wall. I remember looking for it. I know, right? Yeah. 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 There we go. A little bit on the Dakota. The Dakota has been the home to many celebrities, but is infamously remembered as location of John Lennon's murder. 
Lennon was shot and killed by Mark David Chapman on December 8, 1980, at the entrance of the building. Because he and Yoko and, him and, his, and their son, were, they lived there. You know, they, yeah. they, they all live there. Yeah. And I remember driving, you know, riding my bike after working at the... Um, at the um, and like coming up on a crowd of people. the restaurant that I was working at, the CBS building, and coming around a crowd of people there. Really? It was like the sun was just coming up because we had just done a party for... Um, for um, well, late, all uh, night? A late night TV show. Um, but like what, up until like, the morning, it was the Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, right. Well, we, we worked late. We, they came in late, about 3 o'clock in the morning after their show and then we'd serve them and then we'd get home like about six. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, I think it's time for another um, offering from the Scott Munson Quintet. Okay, we're back. Are, we, are you with me? I am. Okay, we're doing a quiz now. I know. I'm waiting. The Upper West Side quiz. I got one one out of two. You got one out of two, and now we're on to... Ooh, this one's hard. What famous parade starts at West 77th Street and Central Park West? Oh, it's the Macy's Day Parade. Thanksgiving Day Parade, okay. Thanksgiving Day Parade, yeah. yeah. Columbus Avenue turns into what avenue at West 59th Street? He's right where I work, too. At John Jay College. 10th Avenue. No, it's 9th. Columbus Avenue and 9th Avenue are the same street, but change at West 59th Street. Oh, they change. They separate the Midtown Theater and business districts from the Upper West Side. Okay. How many blocks long is the American Museum of Natural History? Four. Great. Very good. Now, this one you're never going to get. This is the last one. How many performance facilities does Lincoln Center boast? 29, 12... Five, eighteen. You're going to be amazed. You're going to, it's going to blow your mind when you. Well, hear then the twenty-nine. <laughs> Very good. Okay. How did you guess? Because it was the most. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you did. You did quite well on that. I well, think you dear. You must live on the Upper West Side. I must. And with that, we'll hear another rendition of Scott Munson doing something or other, his beautiful quintet band. Thank you, good neighbor, Alan Winson. <laughs>
I pretty much had it with Yankee Stadium. Why? Because it's so big and... All right, I mean, you want you start naming the it's things. It's not comfortable. Yeah. Not Basically, it was the guy sitting next to me a couple of days <laughs> well, ago. That's not, you can't blame we that on the stadium. beer after beer, and he was so friendly at the beginning, and yeah. then he got even friendlier yeah, yeah, and friendlier, yeah. and he had big thighs. Oh, he was, like, invading your space. He was in my space. He put his butt in my face. It's Did like he, he really? Was getting uh. up. He got up. He must have gotten up six times to get beer. Oh. Uh. He was, and he was a nice guy. He said, uh, he seemed to be a very nice guy, yeah. Three quarters of the way through, he said, can I borrow your binoculars? Buy your binoculars. I'll bar- bar- borrow them. Oh. I said, sure. And he did. This is after he offered me his popcorn. I know. He offered that right away. He He's offered me a nice salad, guy. too. He was, yeah. Yeah, he was having he was a salad. He was very friendly. With veal cutlets. And so what are you complaining about? You had a nice, friendly guy sitting next to you. Yeah, but I couldn't watch the game. <laughs> I know. He kept interrupting you. It was a whole... I mean, it was a... I, I, I don't like going... I'm glad I wasn't sitting there. It's so, it's so crowded. It's so it really loud. Is. I hope we didn't get COVID. And then I wore the mask the whole time, and you no did. one, no one was wearing a mask. Not in that entire stadium of over 300,000 people. No one. You yeah. and I, you didn't wear a mask. Not the I whole wore time. That mask. I wore. I kept forgetting, and I put it on, and then I forget. That's right. So, yeah, I think it's the worst place to see a uh, see a baseball game. If you want to see a baseball game, watch it on TV. We have good seats. It was a terrific catch, like the best catch the Yankees made in the whole thing, and it was like out of, I couldn't see it. I know, because it's right down. We it were, was down we, below and us. And we had really good seats, but we couldn't see the, um, right. what is that? That's the, um, the, the left field. The left field. Left field. Couldn't, we couldn't see it. Left couldn't, field, couldn't where they were connect, third, catching, third base. catching the, uh, the fouls. And you, you have yet to tell me how much you spent on those tickets. I do have yet to tell you. It's a nice evening, isn't it? <laughs> the weather is perfect. <laughs> I think it's very a low class to talk about how much you spend on things. Not if you're Jewish. <laughs> well, I'm not Jewish. But I'm bum. Well, actually, I am. I converted, but I'm an atheistic Jewish. Uh oh. What? what Why did you say uh oh? Because of what I just said. I'm an atheist Jew. I think there's a lot of I think you can Jews. be that. You can be. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah, actually, because it's really more about the community. It's about getting along with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gathering here, and uh, uh, there's some pictures being start. taken of the band. I'm going to get in the picture. Go photobomb them. <laughs> Alan is mugging, making pictures as if, making faces as if he's going to be in oh, the picture. You didn't even see me. <laughs> they're they're going to look at the they're going to look at the, at the at the picture and say, "What's that guy doing in the background?" They're not even going to see you. No, he'll they'll see me. Okay. They'll see me. Okay. No, no, I was I was doing primo mug. <laughs> that mug was a good mug. Okay. All right. Okay, I think that's it. I think he's ready for the concert. And uh, unless you brought something to this conversation, I brought a lot. Didn't you notice? You brought the sign. <laughs> Thanks a lot for the sign. <laughs> You cannot make me rewrite this sign. <laughs> and you're right. I can't. You're very cute. <laughs> you're like, you're going to rewrite that song. That's it. You're it. You're going you're gonna to rewrite this one. I'm not kidding. <laughs> but you did. You rewrote it. I did. I wrote my message. <laughs> and I got it. Duh. Okay. Love you. Love you, sweetie. <laughs> Love you so much. More and more. And our band tonight is the Scott Munson Quintet. Can people hear me in the back? Good. Okay.
So Scott Munson is a triple threat. He's a composer, a band leader, and in the words of jazz great Charles Tolliver, a vibraphonist who should be playing six nights a week. <laughs> the members of his quintet are also gifted and accomplished, uh, having played with uh, luminaries such as Billy Harper, Aretha Franklin, Benny Golson, Kenny Barron, and others. So, without further ado, we give you the Scott Munson Jazz Quintet. like a podcast yeah, well, <laughs> right. a, we're a podcast go. in a garden you know cool. kind of kind of unique thank you very much thank for you that wonderful concert that was thank amazing you. That was, oh thank you i think it was well received by the audience here i think so we had a nice crowd this was the last uh, performance of the season here in the in the community garden mm -hmm. uh, you've performed here before twice before right yes right mm -hmm. right you have a great group together you seem to be a very busy musician um, um trying yes um i i do a lot of composing that's kind of what i do most of um right. i would do more playing but i don't have a car and it's very difficult with the vibraphone yeah i mean we were watching <laughs> you pack up here it's a just it's a, big it's a big instrument it's costly to get you know took a cab here it was fifty dollars so. wow yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, cabs are, are getting more and more expensive yeah I, I, I think it was so interesting we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the, the vibraphone and yeah, what's the mm -hmm. difference between a vibraphone and a xylophone <clears throat> xylophone is well it's it's a higher range and the bars of a xylophone are made out of rosewood so they're wood the bars of the vibraphone are metal and the vibraphone has a pedal, which I don't know if you notice. You, know, oh, you I press, did. I, press I, down the pedal, and you can just like it's like pressing down the pedal on a piano. That was the other thing. Is is it like a piano? Is is there? It's set up like a piano. Yes, it's three octaves, and um, it's it's set up like a piano. Yeah. Right, right. Like that black keys and white. And keys. like a piano, it both has a. It could play melody, and yeah, it can also do like uh, chords, like rhythm. Yeah. Absolutely. So we can, you can keep I mean, the rhythm too. Right. All, all the yes. Right, right. All the essentials of music. Yeah. And, rhythm, and, melody, and, and yeah. harmony. There you go. Right. <laughs> I was just kind of relating it to a to a piano. Um, and excuse our, our ignorance. No, because that's quite right. We we don't get to talk to a vibraphonist that every day. Right. Uh, but but here we've got Scott Munson here to talk to. Um, you hold hammers in your hand. There's mallets. Four mallets. <laughs> yes. And the mallets are wood and and cloth at the end. Right, so it's like uh, the stick. I think is like bamboo. Yeah. I am not really sure what they make them out of. And then and then um, there's a rubber ball, and then they wrap that ball in yarn. Right. Hmm. And there's different. Um, you know, some mallets are harder, or softer. Um, and you, you have your preference. <laughs> yes, you could hear me okay right oh absolutely oh, no no yes. no yeah yeah, yes. yeah you mean when yeah. you were playing yeah yeah it was crystal clear yeah yeah no I, I have some mallets that are like too hard sometimes it's weird it's like like um 
from my perspective, because I'm right above the instrument, sometimes mallets just are like too hard for me, but they actually project quite well out out to an audience. Like, you know, people will say, oh, those mallets sound great, you know. But to me, you know, they're like too hard. The ones I have are kind of feel perfect for me. <laughs> Do most vibraphonists play with, with, two ma with four mallets? Is that a, a lot of them do, um, but there's a number of them that play just one in each hand. How, how did you decide to play the vibraphone and say not the piano? Well, um, I was a percussionist and I was taking drum lessons and that person introduced me to the vibraphone. Right. And that's how and that was the, the end of the story. Yeah. You fell in love. And that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You seem to be like one with your instrument. You right. don't even have to look at it to know where things are. Right, yeah. Um, you know exactly where each of the things are in space. And I guess that's true about a piano player, about a violin player. You kind of know exactly where it is. Yeah. I, for someone watching you do it, part of the performance is just watching you strike so easily. It's like your body knows where everything is. Right, right, Does yeah. that? Do you find that's wonderful or is it just you're used to that? You know, it, it, it is a wonderful thing to be grateful for, um, but yeah, I'm so used to it, I don't even think about it, you know? It's, it's, um, it's, um, I, I was thinking the other day about it, just all these little things that I do with the vibraphone, which, you know, if I asked you to do it, would be so difficult, difficult yeah. you know? And, and it's like, I take it for granted that I can do these little things like just, well, even holding two mallets in a hand, just even that, but then even doing something simple like going like that and playing two different notes, or, or like um, I spread the, the mallets, too bad we're not on TV. Um, <laughs> I, I spread the mallets uh, um, out like back and forth so they're closer together or farther oh, apart. Oh, do you see? So oh. I can hit different, like if I want to hit two notes together, so like an octave is farther apart right. than say a fifth or sure so you have to spread those out and i'm doing it I, very I fast and without even thinking you know it's like your hands have an intelligence on on their own yeah i guess yeah what do they call it muscle memory or yeah whatever. your muscles yeah. have learned to play yeah it's yeah. just it's it's amazing because there's, there's a dance you're doing and you're right <laughs> your, your hands are going at different angles right right and sometimes they're on top and sometimes they're coming in from the side and you um, must be exhausted after playing. Yeah, I feel like I went to the gym or something. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, guess, I can imagine. <laughs> Judy, who is the president of the Westside Community Garden, introduced you as um, someone who possibly was connected to Charles Tolliver. Did you know well, Charles? Well, I've done some things with him. It was a while ago, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we've interviewed Charles. And, uh, yeah. We, we, yeah. We are, are, are I haven't seen him up. in a long time. We haven't yeah. either. We haven't yeah. seen him in a while, too. We haven't seen him in a while, too. You said earlier that uh, you don't see yourself so much as a performer. Clearly, you are a performer, but you do most of your is in writing. Yeah, most and you mostly I compose. And right. Like for instance, I so I have a piece now um, now that's being performed in the Netherlands in um, a lot of different places. It's it's a classical um, contemporary classical piece. It's for vibraphone and clarinet.
duo. They're from the Royal Conservatory of, of The Hague. And uh, the, they asked me to write a, another piece for them, which will be um, for vibraphone, marimba, percussion, bass clarinet and clarinet. They're, they're, a, they're brothers and they're a duo. So um, I'll be working on that. And I just had a choral piece performed um, for the 100th anniversary of a church, um, a Here in landmark New church, yeah, in New York. Which church? In, in Astoria, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Most Precious Blood. But you also do so, film, too, right? And I, I do a, a little bit of that. Um, I have some music in, in some films, and um, but I'm, I do more like classical composition. Right. And, but off um, Broadway, I mean, I'd, I'd yeah, say, I'd, I've done some of that too. Okay, but you um, see, but the, the stuff that you really like to write is classical. Class, contemporary classical, yes, that's what I. I, I was doing that for a long time, and then, um, and then I, I just got back into playing the vibes again, and uh, decided I really need to start recording some of this stuff that we performed here. <laughs> a couple of pieces that you that you um, were playing. Um, fall through life while dreaming. Falling through life while dreaming. Would so, you tell us a little bit about that piece? Okay, so um, first of all, let me say that all of these pieces, um, well, most of these, these were all written originally as instrumental pieces. And then for this gig, I just, I really wanted to have a vocalist. And I was sort of trying to find a lyricist and then I just decided to write lyrics myself so oh, wow. um, so anyway I did so falling through life while dreaming is like the tune itself I wrote quite a while ago the lyrics I just wrote and and oh. it's about um, it's actually kind of inspired by somebody but it's about um, somebody I love very much but um, it's it's about somebody who doesn't know what to do with their life mm. and always has this plan and that plan and I'm going to do this now and I'm going to be this now and then but they don't have any follow through. And a lot of people so like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a it's a sad thing, you know, but but you know, everybody's on their journey and eventually they'll they'll find their way, but this particular person is kind of dreaming through life so she's falling through life while dreaming, while dreaming yeah yeah, yeah. I, I get it Another one which I thought was just um, great, kind of like a beat, was, was One Summer Day, uh, Just Up Broadway. So One why, Summer Day, because it's, I, it, the lyrics are about us meeting. This is my wife. <gasps> yes, uh, I know. Hi. On 57th Street? Yeah. Wow. Uh, one Summer Day, Just Off Broadway, near 57th. I saw you there. This must be heaven. Yeah. 
Lovely. So wait, who saw who? I saw her. You saw her. Okay. And well, I mean, it's it. There's some liberties taken to what actually happened. But okay. Okay. That's <laughs> all right. Um, that's fair. And then she hailed a cab, and I couldn't find her. And yeah. <laughs> so, Sounds anyway. like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> One summer day, just up Broadway, on 57, I saw you there. It must be heaven. Your love smile. I was beguiled, but I was shy. And hailed a cab, I thought that I would die. Oh, now I never know if but then you met up again? Uh, yeah, and then, obviously. And then, yeah, I'm, yeah, in the lyrics it says, then one day, oh my luck, something, I saw you there again. On 57th I'll get Street. my courage then. I'll have my courage then or something. Because I didn't great. have the courage to talk yeah. to her the first time. Yeah. Those, my father used to say, those who hesitate are lost. Yeah, right? <laughs> right, right. You're you lucky you had a second chance. I was lucky it. I had a second chance, right? Wow, wow. So, uh, yeah, that's what that song is Thank about. You. And again, I wrote, I wrote the tune like 25 years ago. But, wow. it's, <laughs> but it's the lyrics I just wrote. Well, they, 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 nice. they, they match together so nicely. And the last one I wanted to ask you about was Fast Ride on a Slow Train, mm-hmm. um, which I looked up. I couldn't find it. Is that your piece also? Yes, that's my piece. Yeah. I'm convinced I've heard it before. Where Let's would I have heard it? Um, <laughs> is, it pos- is it possible Charles Tolliver plays it? No, no. Never, you, you've heard it for the first time here. I mean, it's got a, you know, it's kind of got an old-timey feel, yeah. and it's got a familiarity about it. You know, yeah. I wanted something that was just kind of like, like had this kind of old, you know, the drum is doing kind of like a, a, a train, uh, yes, with the brushes, absolutely. like a train absolutely. thing, and so it's got a kind of familiar feel to it. Um, yeah. But no, it's um, it's his, it's yours. Yeah, it's mine. Yeah, there well, you go. Well, it's it's great. And we'll end this little uh, podcast with that that piece, fast ride on a slow slow ride on a fast ride on a slow train. Right. Um, I even had to think of the title. <laughs> Scott Munson, uh, Quintet. Thank you very much. Thank Scott, you for, so much. For thank you so much us. for for interviewing me. And I Absolutely, really it was it. it's uh, it was wonderful getting to talk to you. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.